what is possible with a steadfast and bold vision. Welcome. Welcome to Saint. A red brick and sandstone building looms large on Calgary's North Hill, complete with twin towers, gothic arches, and gargoyles. They've stood watch over the city for a hundred years now. This is Heritage Hall, the heart of the Southern Alberta Institute of Technology, known as SAIT. And we're celebrating the lessons of the past 100 years since students first walked through its doors. 100 years of innovation, pushing boundaries and leading by example. 100 years of getting SAIT students up to speed for a rapidly changing new world. Join us and learn from the stories whispered from these walls. Celebrating 100 years of Heritage Hall. What lessons would we learn if only these halls could talk? Coming to HGTV. Under the sharp and shrewd watchful eye of a massive student demographic. While the unforgiving hands of time march on, further endangering the existence of an architectural masterpiece and the history hidden behind its walls. Can this former Garden of Eden return to paradise? Or is this more tear down than build up? Welcome to the new HGTV program, Heritage Hall, renovation or demolition? Well, of course, this wasn't an actual reality show, but it was reality. Imagine the kind of void there be at Sate with no Heritage Hall. I mean, for all the teachings that went on within its walls, one of the most important lessons we learned was that some things are worth saving. Architect Alan Gardner sets the stage. Due to my familiarity with the SATE campus and buildings, my architectural firm was hired in 1982 to examine Heritage Hall. By 1980, the building suffered from a lack of coordinated upgrades. Now, the SATE administration had certainly performed regular maintenance, but there were a number of building issues that could not be solved with simple repairs and replacements. The exterior windows were single pane with wooden frames that had been painted over many times and could no longer open. Classroom lighting was insufficient and inappropriate, sometimes too dim, sometimes too bright. The air conditioning that had been added needed upgrading. All of this needed work. Remember that in 1922, the exterior windows provided most of the light and open for ventilation, as there was no air conditioning. My name is Jim Ireland. I arrived at SAIT in November 1981, and I've been teaching in the Power Engineering Department for the past 40 years. Heritage Hall was the main building on campus, and it was referred to by all the staff as the main building. In fact, it was the mail room. All the central mail came to the main building on the ground floor. Finance department was also there on the main floor, and of course we were on power engineering, was on the second floor, so it was the focal point of the entire campus, Heritage Hall. My name is Dan Violini, and uh, I had uh, been at SATE not quite as long as Jim, but we did work together for many, many years, and we certainly worked together for over 20 years in Heritage Hall. I do remember Heritage Hall as being a, a very warm place uh, in terms of human uh, relations to work. It was like uh, a family. In fact, in the early days, uh, we had a cafeteria in the basement uh, long before renovation uh, started. But uh, you could spend your whole day at uh, Heritage Hall building without going outside at all if, if you wanted to. It was a good mix of administration, instructors, and students. We had the registrar uh, on the main floor, 
and uh, students were always coming in and out of the building. So there was a real uh, camaraderie in there, a real sense of family between people all over SAIT. And I think in the end, it made it for a very pleasant place to work. The name Heritage Hall did not come about until about 1988. At that time, uh, the president that, uh, that we had decided he was going to, or that we should name all of the buildings. So the old tower building became the Burns Building. Uh, Heritage Hall uh, became the new name for, was always called the main building. And they even uh, named the uh, Parkade. I can't remember who after, but uh, they got a little carried away with the names. Heritage Hall, I thought, was a really great name for the old main building. Uh, I think it really did show what it was. It was also designated a provincial historical site around the same time as well, too, because there had been talk by some administrators they should uh, tear it down. And, uh, of course, we were all against that. It was a wonderful building and a great showpiece for Calgary. It had had a major renovation internally in 1960 when air conditioning was installed. It wasn't a really a great air conditioning system that was put in. The building never really was a cool building to work in in the summer. And it was steam heated. And uh, steam heating, if you have had any experience with it, is interesting when it gets really cold, like minus 20 to minus 30, that sort of thing. The steam registers start to bang and clunk and hiss and wheeze. There's a kind of a musty smell that comes out, and I could smell that smell even today. And when the temperature got really cold, uh, the windows, of course, were terrible in that old building. They were single pane, and they would freeze up. And if you had an office which had a window in it, I always made sure my seat was on the other side of the room because you couldn't be within two feet of that window or you'd freeze. The building had been, I, I would say the best word to describe it would be tired. It really did need a renovation. They found a whole bunch of money and uh, they proceeded with that uh, major renovation and of course the construction of the Hart Building behind it. Renovations were rather uh, lengthy and some days we thought maybe the building was going to shake loose. We could feel the vibration, uh, we could hear the noise, the rumbling. Uh, we did have classes at that time still being conducted in Heritage Hall, but uh, we all survived it. There was some times there we thought maybe the building, uh, the windows were going to pop out, but uh, eventually it came to the stage where we had to evacuate the building so they could continue on with the construction. And they removed the uh, flower beds. We had assumed the flower beds would go back in. I should say the flower beds were used on postcards. I don't know how many weddings were photographed in front of those flower beds over the years. We had a guy who, that's all he did in the summer, was keep those flowers tended. We had busloads of tourists that used to come in and take pictures of those flowers. The biggest issue that uh, the contractors faced was removing the what was called the Polish Corridor. It was built in 1952 and uh, was named after the geographic corridor between the two parts of Germany before World War II. No one had any idea how that name came about, but it stuck. So the Polish Corridor was torn down and uh, then they started to pile drive. And they pile drive for about three months and windows shook and desks, dust fell off the ceiling. We didn't think the old building would survive the pile driving. It, uh, it, was, that, uh, it was that loud. Well, the one thing that stuck in my mind in Heritage Hall is, is when they uh, exposed the, the gymnasium. We had no idea uh, there was a gymnasium in that part of Heritage Hall. They opened up the doors that were hidden. From the second floor, we looked down, we could see the floor and we could see the balcony and the stage. 
So that was rather interesting, and, and nobody nobody had any idea what was hidden behind that wall. All you could see was the windows, and they were shaded out. That was the connecting point for the Hart building when it was added on. The second one was apparently up on the third floor, hidden in a compartment somewhere, was a clock. And that clock has been restored and is currently on display on the main floor of Heritage Hall. And it originally controlled all of the buzzers and bells or whatever they had in the classroom clocks so that everybody knew it was two o'clock, three o'clock, time to start the class, etc. It was discontinued, I think, the period between World War I and World War II because the institute got too big and was tucked away and it had been preserved and nicely laid away, it was easily restored and now you can see it on the main floor on the west wing. The first time I walked through uh, Heritage Hall after the renovation was done, I was overly impressed with the, the main floor, ground floor, how clean looking the building looked, and the, uh, the oak just shined right out. The floors were polished, almost like the, they were all brand new, but it was all original. The gymnasium, or what we knew was the gymnasium, the McDonald Hall, the doors were wide open, uh, the floor was all refinished oak, it was just beautiful. I really think the Hart building and the design of it was a stroke of genius. How it was butted up against the north face of Heritage Hall, brought out into the open so that uh, instructors and staff members and students could interact between the two buildings. I really enjoyed my time in Heritage Hall. All my time spent on campus, that was my favorite spot. The atmosphere was, it was exciting. Things do change, but being in Heritage Hall, it was the focal point for me. My memories are there the most. Continue the journey through Sate's historical past. Visit sate.ca forward slash alumni for more episodes.